Keegan.com. I'd like to welcome to the show from The Voice Season 20, Keegan Farrell. What's up, Keegan? Hey, Brad. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Man, you're most welcome, man. You had a lot of big changes in your life lately, haven't you? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, of, of course, we'll talk about your blind audition and, of course, the uh, battle rounds. But before that, if you don't mind, just give me a quick little synopsis about how you ended up on the show. Yeah, I'm, this is a show that I've always loved and I've always watched. And I'd kind of be sitting on the couch with my family and it would come on and we would watch it. And my parents would just nudge me and say, you know, maybe you should try out for the show. And I'd have friends and family and teachers say, you should try out for The Voice, try out for The Voice. And I, I don't know why I didn't do it. I just kind of shrugged it off. And um, one thing led to another and they had sound, seen a video of mine on Instagram and I got a message from one of their talent producers, and one call led to one email led to a call, and that call led to another call, and just kind of things kept coming together. And I eventually found myself out in LA on the big stage. So yeah, yeah man. it kind of came to me. It was cool. That's awesome. Now, um, so how long have you been singing and songwriting? Was this something that was started early, early on in life? Well, I actually started as a piano player more than anything. So I really started honing in my musicianship early um i would sing around the house but i wouldn't really perform in front of people um until i was about 14 uh and that's when i also started writing songs but most of my musical experience from when i started at seven till about 14 or 15 was all all just piano lessons and practicing piano cool so when you were like 14 did you get into like talent shows and things like that in school <clears throat> i started playing with a band so one of my friends he came over every day in the summer and we just started playing together he played drums and i played piano and I started moving more from more towards reading chords and everything like that, as opposed to reading the notes that I was in my lessons. And that's when I just started singing and playing at the same time. And so we got our first gig that summer before high school yeah. at a wedding. And that's when I kind of, that's the first time I ever sang in front of people. Oh, and wow. From there, I, the fear was gone. We just kept playing as many places as we could. That's awesome, man. All right, so let's get into this. Let's talk about the blind audition first, and then we'll, and then we'll move on. Um, of course, you sang Maroon 5, which is a great band and great song. She, she Would Be Loved, classic song. Um, what was the thinking behind that song first for the uh, Blind Audition? Yeah, I think I chose it um, for two, re two main reasons. And one is that I love it. I love singing it. And I always want to be singing something that I enjoy because I think people can sense mm -hmm. that you love the song and sense that you have ex experience with it and sense that you relate to it. I think there's something sonically that actually happens that there's a difference between somebody just singing something they don't care about and something that somebody loves. And then two, I think people love it. It's like you said, it's a classic. It's yeah. kind of a pop standard. And I don't really know anyone who doesn't know it and doesn't love it and can't sing every word. Mm -hmm. So I figured if, if I love it and people at home can sing along to it, it's a pretty good choice. So I'm, I'm really glad I got to sing that song. Yeah, it's definitely. I am too. A lot of the, a lot of the people out there are also. I mean, you also kind of slowed it down a little bit. You didn't do the exact replica rendition. You you kind of made it your own a little bit. And I thought I know the judges like when they see that too. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make it my own just a bit, but I also wanted to stay pretty close to it, just because it's one of those songs that you change too much and people yes. will get upset. <laughs> That's really true. I mean, you you really found that nice happy medium in there. You really did. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. So, what about the nerves the night before? Like, like, did you get any sleep? How was that? No, I really didn't get any sleep. <laughs> um, I think the night before it was actually more excitement that I couldn't fall asleep. But once I got backstage and was basically on deck, then it was just complete. I was so nervous and it was scary. Um, 
I was really nervous. I'm not going to act like I wasn't. Once I was on stage, I was I was very, very nervous. But the night before, I was just super, super excited to go the next day, and I got to bed early and couldn't sleep, and then I woke up early and just couldn't, couldn't wait to get mm-hmm. on stage. Was there any point in the song, um, in the Blind Audition song, where the nerves kind of kind of waned off and you just kind of hit your groove? <clears throat> Honestly, I wish I could say yes, but I... Uh, the whole thing was a blur, which kind of, <laughs> to me, is indicative that I was really nervous. Yeah. Um, I remember for the battle round, I remember everything was slowed down. I remember everything the judges said, or the coaches said. I remember every part of the song, whereas the blinds, I literally remember walking out on stage and walking off stage. Yes. So I think I was pretty much nervous the entire time and didn't really feel like I was actually there. Honestly, I get that a lot. This is my 10th season interviewing the, the voice singers, and okay. I had a lot of a lot of the contestants over the, over the past four or five years have said that it's like a blackout almost. They go out there, they do this, it's just like a blackout. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. It absolutely is. All right, so you got two chair turns, Kelly and Blake. Um, I thought you were going to go with Kelly, but you picked Blake, and you really, you know, like, I, like I say this all the time in these interviews, you really can't go wrong with, with really any judge you get. Um, right. they're all amazing. You just kind of go with what your gut's telling you, I guess. But what was the thinking that you behind you um, going with uh, Blake? Well, Brad, it's just what, it's kind of just what you said with my gut. I I told myself from the very beginning. People ask me who are you going to choose. You're going to choose. And I I tried to not really entertain that question because I I wanted to make a decision in the moment yeah. that hadn't been like a premeditated thing. Because so, I thought that would be the most honest and true decision to what where where my heart was pulling me. So I went out there, I didn't know who was going to turn, I didn't know if anyone was going to turn, didn't know if all four were going to turn, and I just said, I'm going to make a decision on the spot, and that's basically all the thought I gave it. And so I just think in the moment, and Blake swayed me by saying that I had, uh, he was one person left on his team, mm. and I didn't know that, so when he when he had mentioned that, I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's willing to use his last spot on the, the entire season for me. Yeah. And that's what swayed me. But there were times in the conversation that I was leaning towards Kelly, and if it would have ended there, I would have chosen her. But yep. he just kind of got the last word in, and it was a really strong last word. Yeah, that's cool. So let me ask you this. So when you were singing and the chairs started turning, do you stay focused, stay in the box, and get to the end of the song, or is there any kind of a relief that, that comes off your chest while that's happening? Uh, I definitely tried to stay focused. I I really did think that there would be some relief once I got the first chair turn, but I think, if anything, it kind of exacerbated my nerves because I realized, holy crap, this is getting real. <laughs> and um, I I was expecting to hear that loud buzzer sound because you hear it on TV, ah. the big button sound, but that's not in the show. <laughs> that's added later. So I just saw in my peripheral vision Kelly start to turn. I just remember my heart started beating even faster. But like you said, I just realized I still had a job to do, still had a whole song to mm-hmm. sing, and I tried my best to stay focused and get the next person to turn. Awesome. All right, so then, so of course you advanced to the battle rounds, and I love this battle. Um, it was great, and, and I love the song y'all picked, too. And Jordan's a beast. I mean, he, that dude's, you know, no yeah. no slouch at all. So I was like, wow, this is going to be really good. I got to be honest with you, man. I thought you edged it out. I really did. I was a little bit surprised they gave you know he picked Jordan, but I wasn't like shocked because he's so good. But I thought you nudged it out. Um, so I guess before we get a little bit further, tell me about the experience singing with him in front of the judges. I loved it. Jordan is I not just I don't just say this. He's the best battle partner I could have asked for. Nice. And it's because Jordan was willing to match my work ethic and 
and focus on the song because we have a lot of time to work on the song and it's real easy for people to get distracted by the moment and not really focus on it but we hacked away at that song each and every day for hours and i honestly can say with full comments i think that we we work the hardest of any group at the voice for on our song during the battles and he was just super great about elevating the performance that way and pushing me and it was fun uh, and I made a, a, a brother out of him. He's a great friend of mine now. So that's what's most important to me. And I'm so thankful that I was able to move on this way. Wow. I'm super happy that he, he won too because, like you said, he's a, he's a beast and he deserves it. Yeah, man. And you know what? One thing I, one, one piece of advice I give all the singers I talk to when I think about it, y'all need to savor this moment. Because, you know, life is a long it's a long haul. If we're, if we're blessed enough to live a long life. And this this moment for you guys is, is really something special for everybody who's on the show. It's really should be savored. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to sometimes, but we I yeah. try to absolutely. Yep. All right. So when when Jordan got the win, I was a little bit disappointed, but then I was hoping it would happen, and it happened. You guys <laughs> stolen. You guys stolen by Nick Jonas. So give me give me your thoughts. What was going through your mind when that happened? Yeah, I was, to be honest, I was really excited for Jordan because I knew how much work he put in. Yeah. And I think he did a great job. I think the song was perfect for him. And so I was just excited for him. Um, and, then I was re- and then it was kind of like a punch in the gut for a second just because I realized this whole thing's coming to an end. And I put a lot of time and effort and emotion into this and yeah. it's coming to an end. But I didn't really feel any regrets or anything because I, I feel like I truly did leave it all out there. So it was, it was, it was a mixture of happy and sad, but... Then when Nick hit his button, it was just complete relief, honestly. I wasn't even, I was obviously excited, but you can just see on my face that I was so relieved <laughs> I wasn't done yet. So it's there's something, it plays with your emotions to get that kind of new life, but it was an amazing feeling, and I went home and called my parents, and they thought it was the coolest thing ever, and yeah. it, was, it was just, it was almost better than winning the battle. Has there been that like surreal moment time yet, where you just kind of just took a look around and said, "Wow, I can't believe I'm doing this." Oh yeah, so so many times, especially when we're at at the stage. I just every time I walk out for a rehearsal, yeah. the actual show, I learn from my blind that I need to slow things down. When everything flew by during the blind, I realized that I kind of let myself lose control of the moment, and so now moving forward, I've really just tried to slow down, take a deep breath and just do what I, I came out there to do and, and soak it all in each and every day. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we know I know we can't really get into too much more as far as what next because this hasn't aired yet, um, but can you tell us a little bit about working with Nick and how it's been? <clears throat> yeah, working with Nick is great. He's, uh, he's a really smart guy. I grew up hearing Jonas Brothers songs all the time, so you, you expect these coaches to be larger than life and can't approach them and they're scary but nick and blake and all of them for that matter but obviously i've spent most time with nick and blake they just really down to earth and you can sense that they're have a sincere mm-hmm. passion for helping young artists so i always feel like i'm just hanging out with a musician friend trying to make a song good just like i would have any of my friends so i've loved working with nick and i think he has a lot of insight to the industry and music that has been really instrumental in helping me uh, navigate this competition. Yeah, I, I had uh, Raleigh Modig on my show a couple of days ago, oh, yeah. and she said the same thing you said. Basically, almost word for word, how everybody's so pretty humble and down to earth and, and just, just excited to work with you guys. Absolutely. 
Yeah, man. All right, so the knockout rounds, that's a big deal, man. Uh, what do you do to prepare for those? Uh, knockout rounds, I think I think one thing that's cool with the knockout rounds is the battle rounds are behind you. And I, they told us from the very beginning, the battle rounds are the hardest thing you'll do on this entire show because you're responsible for another person, really. Oh, yeah. Um, so the knockout rounds are... It's kind of almost a, I don't want to say relief because it's still, you know, you still have to take it very seriously. But it's it's nice to be back in the position where you're you're working on one song by yourself and you can you can you have complete control over it, you know. Um, so I think the knockout round is is definitely a lot of fun to prepare for, and it, it's just the same thing. You just gotta hack away at it each and every day and get better. And nothing's really given, especially at this point in the competition. It just gets harder and harder. So taking that into the preparation, having that mindset is is crucial for the knockout round. Yeah. And you know, I was, I was, as you were answering that question, I was just thinking about, you talked about earlier about, you, you know, you started out playing piano and you, st- and you still play piano and you're a musician. So I, I always like to give a shout out to the voice band. Um, so how's oh, it been yeah. working with them guys? Because those guys are brilliant. Oh my goodness. I have probably the most fun I've had in a long time with <laughs> them. Because they just, they're incredibly tight. They like never mess up. And they can take any idea you have, and they can just come up with it on the spot, first try. You know, you want to do it slower, you want to do it slower, wow. you want to do more gospel version, bang, they have it right there ready, and they're just incredible, and I look up to them a lot as musicians. For sure. All right, last thing I got for you, man, give me some advice for somebody out there who's been thinking about trying out. Like, What's some advice you can give someone who wants to try out for a future season? I would say persistence is key. This is the third time I've tried out for the show. Oh. Everyone, almost everyone I've talked to, well, I don't, I mean, oh yeah, I would say almost everyone I've talked to was on the show. This is not their first time auditioning, and that means that they had the persistence and the uh, perseverance to keep on submitting and not taking not taking rejection too seriously, but letting it motivate them. Um, so anyone who tries on the show, I would say if you don't get in the first time, keep trying. If you don't get in the second time, keep trying. Third time, keep trying. There's people I know who this is their eighth time trying, so I would say don't let it deter you from from pushing forward, but let it motivate you, and and good things will come from that. Terrific advice. All right, buddy, before I let you go, tell all the listeners out there where they can follow you on your social media, because that could be important down the road. Absolutely. My Instagram is Keegan Farrell Music, and my name is K-E-E-G-A-N-F-E-R-R-E-L-L Music, Um, and... I have a website, keganfarrellmusic.com, so on the website, you can find a link to everything, but I've kind of kept it consistent with Keegan Farrell Music being my go-to for YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Awesome, man. Keegan, I had a lot of fun talking to you. I wish you the best of luck, and I want you to come back on the show down the road a piece. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for doing the show, bud. Thank you.